My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. That's 800-399-3691. then what you got what you get it's time for another live edition of titillating sports with rick tittle what's so titillating about it it just sounds like my last name what do you want what do you want from me huh what are you doing or bill burr's podcast he said if a rabbit dies and he gets to heaven he goes what the hell was that i'm just made to be killed i'm completely defenseless yeah, that's right. So we're going to talk sports for three hours, and you're going to call in. Boom, that's right. Spineless, do what I say. No, I'm just playing. If you want to call in and talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quidditch, volleyball, chess, tech, rugby, cricket, do it at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm already losing my mind, and i got three more hours to go. Just a couple of guests. About a half hour, we'll have Hollywood veteran Joel Soissons. He produced Bill and Ted. He's got a a new movie called My Best Worst Adventure. And then uh, at 1140 Pacific, author Christopher Cleary has written a new book about Roger Federer called Master. I'm sure somebody will have a problem (laughs) with the title of that book. Can you call it? I guess you can call a book Master in 2021. But uh, we'll talk to him about Roger Federer, the uh, Swiss tennis player. I always thought he was from New Jersey. No, he is from Schweiz, the Confederation of Helvetia, Switzerland. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call, 1-800-878-7529. Overseas, a big shout-out to our brave men and women listening uh, stateside as well. Maybe you're at Pendleton, Lejeune, wherever you might happen to be. Banning. Come on in, 1-800-878-PLAY. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We're on the internet at sportsbyline.com. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com. And we're on your TV, cable systems, CRN, Digital Plus 2, Channel 2. Come on in and come on back for three hours. 
Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price, plus limited damage protection, with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Microban 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microban 24 Sanitizing Spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microban 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microban 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, 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 what you got, what you get? This show is now underway. What are you going to do? What do you got? Come on, 1-800-ACE. So what are you waiting for? I said, what are you waiting for? How's your, uh, how's your baseball team doing? Mine's going in the crapper. Well, it ain't over, but uh, my Oakland A's. By the way, I'm listening to a different show in my head. 
very faintly. But anyway, uh, my Oakland A's are in a little bit of a free fall because uh, they've lost eight out of ten, and they are now out of the <laughs> the uh, playoff standings right now. And I think about blown saves and Lou Trevino sucky sucky in his last two games and losing yet again yesterday emphatically. And you think about what the injection, the hot beef injection of Marte and Gomes and Harrison and the feel-good story for my A's. Uh, Ever since Bassett got hit in the face, and that's no excuse, but they've been lame. And so I think about, wow, it's really going badly. But then I spare a thought for Baltimore. Because the Orioles lost to the Angels yesterday, 14-8. to This is the opener to a series at Camden Yards over there on Utah Street, not spelled like the state. And you think, we're going to score eight runs. That's enough to beat this Angels pitching staff. Oh, no. But that means that the Orioles have lost 19 games in a row. The last time a team lost 19 games in a row was 2005 when Kansas City did it. So now the Orioles are four losses shy of tying the all-time record of 23 straight. That's the 1961 Phillies, who I believe, speaking of the Angels, I believe Gene Mock was the manager. I could be wrong. But the uh, 88 Orioles, they have the American League record with 21 losses. And do you remember that season in 88? Because that's when the A's were on top of the world. They were the best team in baseball. I lost the World Series. <coughs> Never mind. <coughs> what did he say? But that's when the Orioles started out 0-21. And, and I remember, because I was in college, was my last year of college, and my buddy who played softball with me, you know, two, three nights a week, he said, uh, well, they could, you know, go 162, I mean, 0 and 162. And I said, that's impossible. And he was fascinated that I say it was impossible. He said, of course it's possible. I said, no, I go, it's, it's nearly impossible they've lost 21 in a row. But it is impossible. And then so he thought, no, it is possible. So this is a stupid argument. I said, these are big league players. It's possible for a high school team to go 0 and 162. <laughs> These are big league players. And I remember, because this was back when there was only, you know, an American League West with the Twins and the Royals and the White Sox in it. Just four divisions. And, of course, you had Atlanta not only in the NL West but the NFC West as well, the Falcons. But, yeah, Atlanta's a Western team. That's how I would describe it if I was in China. But the Orioles finally won a game against the White Sox, and it was Blackjack McDowell, former Stanford pitcher. He was the one that had the humiliation of losing to the Orioles. But as we look now at the worst streaks in history, I have to take a look also at the A's, not in Oakland, their spiritual home, but their original home of Philadelphia. 
because they did it twice. They did it during World War II, and that one doesn't count because those were four F guys playing. No offense to them. I'm sure they wanted to play. I'm sure they wanted to help in the military, but they were deemed unfit, so they played baseball. But 1916, there was another war going on. We weren't in it yet. I say we as Americans, but I mean, you think about the Battle of the Somme. Battle of the Somme, by the way, I'm kind of a World War I junkie, nerd, aficionado. At the Battle of the Somme, Beavis and Butthead would love looking at that map because there's one part of the map that says the Sausage Factory, and there's another one called the Glory Hole. <laughs> this sounds really weird. Sausage Factory and Glory Hole. <laughs> so the A's lost 20 games in a row in 16 and 43. If you want to go back to earthquake days, 1906 Red Sox, 20 games in a row. Earthquake out here. It's always earthquake days out here, I should say. Uh, And then the expansion Expos, they lost 20 games in a row. Other than that, when you get to 19, uh, as I mentioned, that's where the Orioles sit right now, the Royals in 2005. Then you got to go back to the 1975 Tigers. I don't remember that. The 1914 Reds, I can't say I remember that either. Uh, And then, of course, the Braves. Think about the Braves. Uh, That was when they were in Boston, of course. The Boston Braves. That sounds much better than the Atlanta Braves, doesn't it? The alliteration. But it's those Phillies right now, and it's their own Orioles Uh, even though they had the Ripken brothers and all that, that lost 21 games in a row. That's why I said you're not going to go 0 and 162. But it also means that the Orioles are now just the seventh team this century, well, this century, this century plus 21 years since 1900 to lose 20 games in a row. Or, sorry, one loss away from doing it. And over the course of the streak, the Orioles have been outscored 163 to 55. So as I said, those eight runs, that was a monumental explosion. That was downright Vesuvian of them. Mount St. Helens, whatever you like. That was an H-bomb for them, and they still lost by seven. The rotation for the Orioles, you can start right there because if you don't score a lot of runs, you're not going to win, but they have the worst rotation in baseball. Do you know what the ERA of the rotation is? 6-2-2. It is almost unheard of for your starting rotation to have an ERA over 6. That's ridiculous. So what's going wrong? Well, Their starter last night, Spencer Watkins, with two S's, Spencer Watkins. He gave up eight earned in the first two innings. And then a reliever named Connor Wade with a K. Some weird spellings. He came in and gave up five, and he only got four outs. By the way, Ryan Mountcastle had two more more home runs. But on the Angels side of things, you had Shoei Otani batting leadoff and DHing. Did he hit a home run? No, I guess they kept him that. He had a single and a pair of walks. But uh, Otani will be on the mound tonight <clears throat> looking to send the Orioles to 20 straight losses. And, you know, they made a movie about my A's winning 20 games in a row, winning 20 games in a row. 
I mean, you're basically talking about a month <laughs> I mean, with a couple of off days. You're talking about more than three weeks. And I feel sorry for him. I really do. I don't know anybody who's saying, good, eat it, Baltimore. It's a, it's just, it's a really sick feeling if you're a baseball fan. Now, if I hated them, if it was like the Angels, I'd be laughing with a lot of schadenfreude right now. But the Orioles, I don't know. I mean, they got Otani, who's going to be the MVP. He's doing things nobody has ever done, not even Babe Ruth. Do you like their chances tonight? I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. I'll, I'll root for them, but eh. they can't get out of their own way. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, thank you for that, uh, Nard Dog and the Descendants. Um, listening to Milo sing that song when he was, what was he, 20, 21. I saw him sing it this weekend at 57. We're getting old, man. We're getting old. one 800 play you know, uh, I brought up the fact that uh, my uh, yesterday my my cousin, the world's biggest Niner fan, thinks that the the Trey Lance trade is the worst trade in the history of football because he said he only played one year of college football. Blah blah blah. Um, it wasn't a position of need. Nothing wrong with Garoppolo and all that. Okay, that's fine. I definitely agree. It wasn't a position of need. It's not like oh my gosh, we have no quarterback. I think what that was, was that it haunts Shanahan that he didn't take Patrick Mahomes. It haunts him. And so he's, people are like, this is the next guy. I'm not missing out again. There's no, I don't care. What do you want? One, two, three first-round picks? I will not stand here and watch Patrick Mahomes Jr., <laughs> Torch the league and me go, mm, Ruben Foster, the Debo Sam. They weren't going to do that again. But I bring it up because my cousin has no faith in Kyle Shanahan. Absolutely no faith in Kyle Shanahan. Uh, by the way, Dominic says he must have forgotten the Texans trading Hopkins for David Johnson. This is the thing about my cousin. He's dumb. <laughs> I can think of 12 other bad trades. But it's all how it affects the Niners. But here's the thing. Because he lives in Reno, yesterday he sent me pictures with he and his wife at the Allegiant Stadium touring the Laters' rocker room he sends me a picture. He said, here's Derek Kerr's locker, C-A-R-E, apostrophe S. Here's Derek Kerr's locker. And then he said, you know, this place is much better than the Coliseum. Uh, really? I can't believe there's a place better than the Coliseum. And then he has a picture next to the Al Davis uh, Memorial or Eternal Flame, JFK, Unknown Soldier. And he writes, just win, baby. This is a Niner fan. 
And so I'm pretty sure he thought I was going to bow down. But I did uh, two emojis. I did the sleeping guy with the Z's, and I did the thumbs down. Like, I'm bored, and this sucks. And I'm sure he's probably shocked by that. But anyway, that's I shouldn't talk about that on the air. Who cares? But he says he has no faith in Shanahan, and not just because of the Super Bowl loss um, when the Niners were just in it a couple of years ago, but to him, he has no faith in him because of the 25-point lead that was blown in Super Bowl 51. And there is a, I bring it up because there is a new report today because it came from the man himself, Malcolm Butler. He was interviewed by Channel 12 News in Phoenix, Arizona. And um, he was talking about the fact that one of his new teammates is Robert Alford. Robert Alford was on the Falcons at Super Bowl 51. And so Channel 12 said to Malcolm Butler, Hey, did you talk about uh, Super Bowl 51? Which I thought was an interesting question. That's a good question. And because you... 99% of the time, he'd be like, what? No, why would I bring that up? Who who even played? What was that? Super Bowl L.I.? Super Bowl Lee Po? Lee Po is a bar in Chinatown that I have had some tequila at before. It's L.I., no word, P.O. So I called it Super Bowl Lee Po. I don't even remember who played. He was on the Falcons. News to me. Don't care. No, it was a good question because Butler had this to say, quote, I talked to him about it. I asked him if he wanted his ring back, because remember, Butler was on the other team. He told me a story. He said he was in the locker room at halftime. He told me he was about to pop a bottle and things like that. It was so funny. And then we came back and beat them. Are you saying they're celebrating? No. But look, 28 to 3, and, you know, at that point in the game, and by the way, the score at halftime, for people who don't remember, was 21 to 3. They came out in the second half. Because This was the deal. Let me just, let me back up a little bit. It was 14 to nothing Falcons. And the Patriots were like, okay, that's not great. Big deal. And Tom Brady throws a pick six. Now it's 21 to nothing. And you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Not only is this a Falcons win, this is a blowout. And this is why when I had the comedian Godfrey in here right after that game, he said that the Falcons were on the take and that it was arranged. I'm like, really? 105 guys on each team with taxi squads and everything else? Staff, 53 active. Are you telling me? <clears throat> that they were all in on it? He's like, oh, of course. I said, so when Tom Brady threw that pick six to go down 21 nothing, that was intentional. He said, yes. Don't you understand sports? Don't you know anything? All right. Sounds good, Goffrey. But the only thing, the only thing that gave a glimmer of hope to New England was they got a field goal right before the halftime whistle. Just to say... 
we did show up. We did put on some pads. And we might we might put up a fight in the second half. So it's 21 to 3. It's an 18-point lead. And the Falcons come out, get the ball, score a touchdown, 28 to 3. Oh, you got your field goal? That's cute. Now we're up 25. We'll trade field goals for touchdowns all game if you like. So Butler said, quote, I'm just imagining him at halftime. Robert, he's a funny guy. Got a lot of energy, tells a lot of jokes, and he told me at halftime they were in there dancing and hooraying, and then we came back and beat them. So I think that was pretty fun. Whoa. They were dancing and hooraying. So as for Alford, after the pick six in the first half, he was involved in another wild play. Remember, one of the big reasons the Patriots won is because Julian Edelman made that miraculous, nearly miraculous, there was no Lady of Fatima, but a nearly miraculous catch with about two minutes in the game. And on that play, it was Alford who had the ball going right to him, but he was falling down backwards, and he tipped the ball straight up into the air. It was, it was pretty lame. And Julian Edelman, when he caught it, remember he caught it, it was laying on top of Alford's leg. People were like, that's not a catch. And the ref's like, well, I mean, it didn't touch the ground. How did that drive end? I think we know. It was a touchdown that would send the game into overtime. And the Falcons lost. So I think about that one series, and I, I don't remember the exact time on the clock, but there was one series where if the the Falcons would have got a first down, they basically would have won the game. And on third down, they threw. And on fourth down, they threw. And it was, I think it was third and three. And you might say it's too far to run, but, I mean, they had Coleman and Freeman, and they had guys in there. It's just it was a complete panic mode. Now there are some people who say keep your you know keep your knee on the guy. I guess I can't use that reference anymore. Keep your thumb down on him. You know, let's go with what we do. This is what we do. Matty Ice, Julio Jones, we're throwing the ball, baby. This is what we do. Was Tony Gonzalez on that team? Was he the tight end? No, not on the Falcons. That was before. Okay. But they were uh they had it. And and the, here's the thing, too. As much as you want to blame Shanahan, to me, it, it rests with uh, Mike Smith was the head coach, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. To me, it, it rests with the head coach. You know, it always killed me when Jack Del Rio would, I said, do, do you even put your head in the offensive meeting? But then I said, well, I said, are you calling the defense? And Del Rio said, Kenny calls the defense. I go, so you don't call it. And he looked at me, he goes, Kenny calls the defense. And he meant Ken Norton. You're the head coach. Walk over there and say, quit doing this or start doing that. But anyway, um, apparently the Falcons were celebrating just a little bit too early. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline.
owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry, there's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's O-Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you can earn double, triple, even up to five times O-Rewards points on select purchases. Get bonus points on more than 200 items throughout the store, like wiper blades, fuel system cleaners, motor oil, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs 
enlightening. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by Hollywood uh, veteran filmmaker Joel Soisson. He's here to talk about a new film that he has written and directed called My Best Worst Adventure. It's going to be available on September 1st. Joel, welcome to the show. With a name like that, that that just that could lead any different path, <laughs> one way or the other. I just always wonder before we get into it how how much do you labor over how, what you're going to name your movie? You know, a lot. Um, in fact, uh, I can't even take credit for the 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 name. I came up with about thirty, and they were all taken. And that's the uh, that's the plight of filmmakers in 2021 when there's like 20,000 movies made a year and all the good titles are taken. You just like come up with something and no, they've already, they've already got it. So, um, our distributor came up with the, the title and I, I kind of liked it because it sort of harkened back to an earlier movie I did and, and, uh, just felt kind of right. So we stuck with it. You can kind of get away with it. I guess if you name a movie and then parenthetically put the year, it's like, well, it's the same name, but a different year, right? Yeah, you can do that, or attach a number to it, or just attach Resurrection <laughs> at the end. Sounds good. All right, so uh, I like the little blurb. There are things worse than death, especially for a testy American teen sent to stay with her eccentric Thai grandmother. Now, this is all out of your head. Where did this come from? Uh, I did a little... Um, I'm predominantly... Uh, kind of a genre guy. I've done action and teen comedies and, and horror films more than I can count or admit to. But uh, I did, did a little thriller in Bangkok and our producer, Cheriwan Taboranan, uh, a Thai producer, told me the story about racing buffaloes uh, in her um, childhood village near the, the Cambodian border. And I was just I was flipped. It was a sport I'd never heard of. And um, these guys are completely insane. These, they're kids. They're, you know, as young as, as six or seven, and they climb on top of, of what's essentially stampeding water buffaloes, and they race them. And, of course, you know, there's nothing to hang on to, and it's bareback, and just the speed of a, of a, of a sprinting racehorse, except that you fall off, you get trampled. And that was just, you know, collateral damage in these things. And, and they, they loved it. It became a national sport. And uh, I wanted to recreate that whole uh, world, sort of transporting the, the kind of the sea biscuity, national velvet, all the horse racing stories that we grew up with and loved into that world and hopefully not trample any kids doing it. Wow, it's fascinating stuff. How did you go about, I mean, was this all pre-pandemic when you filmed this, and this has been kind of in the yes, can? Yeah, this okay. was before the shutdown, exactly. So what's that, that like? That was one danger we didn't have to face. <laughs> Is that hard to, I mean, are you kind of used to these things staying in, in post and the edit rooms forever, or, I mean, was this in the can just waiting to go? Um, a little of both. What happened was um, I actually had it was a gift uh to be able to spend more time in post and in finessing and and uh uh adding some some effects and and 
really working on the sound and, and doing all the things you usually don't get to do because everything is on a tight schedule. And the 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 uh, the shutdown year 2020 was just a year I spent noodling on the movie, and I've never been able to do that. Mm. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of tragedy that comes with this COVID thing, but every once in a while there's a little little silver cloud. What's it like to, by the way, we are speaking with Joel Swasson, My Best Worst Adventures, new movies coming out on September 1st. You've worked on so many movies and you've, you know, obviously have built up a CV where you're going to get a lot of uh, green lights. Uh, what's it like to get to that level where you can just, you know, noodle on a movie without people breathing down your neck? that was only thanks to COVID. I don't have the juice to do that on my own. Usually I am completely slave to the moneyed interests that are going, we want it, we want it now. And, um, you know, it's, it's perilous for any filmmaker, maybe not Scorsese and a couple other people who can, you know, just call their own shots completely. But for most of us, we have to convince the very skeptical um, investors or studio people that this thing is going to be successful when you're really competing with so many more films these days than ever before. And uh, it's not easy for any of us. And you have to just basically uh, say and do anything that um, makes them comfortable that you're going to deliver something that they can, you know, not lose their shirt on. With that in so, mind, yeah. yeah, with that in mind, how? what about the old trope of the investor, the kind of sleazy guy going, yeah, here's the money, but you got to get my girlfriend apart? There is that. I have hired, <laughs> a, the dark secret of my trade is I have hired a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> One or two of them could actually act. In this case, and this, these are the unicorns in the, invest, in the investing world, where the investor actually read the script, our primary principal investor, and was a wonderful, is a wonderful um, human being who said, just make this movie and make it as beautiful as it is on the page, and I don't care what the returns on it are. I'm just going to be proud to have my name attached to it. And you go, like, can I marry you? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is too, too unbelievably cool. And that was the other reason why I got to Noodle, is she just supported the movie every inch of the way. And uh, that, that's just something you rarely get. You know, the, the, the flip of it is I didn't get millions and millions of dollars to do it because she wasn't going to risk that much. But I'd rather have less money and more freedom at this stage in my career, for sure. No doubt. And, uh, you know, I'd be remiss not to ask you about Bill and Ted, and uh, obviously we I don't think anybody knew it would be such a cult classic as it was, but the latest incarnation that we recently had, did you watch that with a big smile on your face, or were you thinking, ah, Ted would yeah. never say that? No, you know, it's, it's, it's like being a parent and seeing your kid um, surpass his, you know, your wildest dreams, and then that kid have a kid. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, it grows, and it, that that's kind of the, the second joy of making movies, is if you can start a franchise and either stay with it, which I have. I've driven a lot of them into the ground by making too many, but um, which is always a danger. 
<laughs> but just seeing that thing become kind of part of the, you know, the cultural landscape, as Bill and Ted inevitably did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really satisfying. I also, I, you know, I was just looking at your page, all the movies you worked on, and I think we're right around the same age, but you were a PA on basically A Man Called Horse 3. And I just think about, uh-huh. you, you know, Dave Thomas doing his Richard Harris. And <laughs> Did you see yes. any good tantrums or demands? Um, from Richard, Richard Harris? Yeah. No, um, we PAs, um, are, are an unsung bunch of heroes that don't get to hang out with the, 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 the talent too much because we're too busy running explosives across the Tijuana border and trying not to get caught and all the stuff that, you know, um, could get you landed in jail that, that, that they're the muckety mucks don't want to wind up doing time for. So, um, that's, our, that's on our backs. And, you know, when you're a PA in, in, in most any business, in particular the film business, you just do what you're asked to do. And it's like, you know, it's almost like working your way up in the mafia. You're just like, well, as long as I don't have to kill him, you know, <laughs> name him a little bit, I'll do that for you, you know. Right. So I, I, it would be bad radio if I didn't ask you about the, you know, the contraband over the border. You had to do that? Uh, a, a friend of mine who's, Name rhymes with Swasson. Did, um, yeah. They, they, it was just. It was. It wasn't all that sinister. It was. Um, uh, uh, what is it called? A carnet that you have to fill out to, to import anything that's uh, incendiary from one country to another. And they had been doing this routinely because the movie was shot in Mexico, and and it was you know had some battle scenes and things had to blow up, and they ran out of things. <laughs> uh, explosive. So hire the stupid PA that'll say yes to anything to you know throw some boxes in the back of the trunk and and run them across the border and park in Tijuana and try to find a guy named Pedro while the the uh, the, the boxes of explosives are sitting in 110 degree heat <laughs> in the trunk of a car and you're just going I'd better find this guy before the the the, the trunk explodes and it is not easy to walk into a bar and ask for a guy named Pedro because, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, there are, there are quite a few. <laughs> and, um, finally we just were desperate. It was me, a, a guy who will probably ask to be unnamed. Um, we, this guy did show up, um, and, uh, go <laughs> quick, uh, in the car over there and, and he said, you know, gracias one got, got this stuff and we got our $75 and went to the, uh, highlight, uh, tournaments that they had in, in Tijuana and, and spent it and came back. No butcher. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, we got to run. I got about a hundred more questions, but, uh, I always like talking to the Hollywood vets written and directed by our guest, Joel Swasson. It's called my best Worst Adventure. It is available uh, on uh, September 1st. And uh, listen, Joel, it's great talking to you. Congratulations on the film, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up down the road, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byland.
If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. And uh, I always like the the inside baseball, as they say, the inside stories about being a PA, um, which uh, I was in the uh, the broadcasting world. And uh, 
<clears throat> with a uh, college degree working for free for basically six months and um, getting lunch for people. And, and <laughs> I always say, and this is going to sound like, that's sexist, but this is true. 90% of the time, I'd be between men and women. I would be uh, ordering sandwiches for people, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to the deli. Do you want a sandwich? And the guy would be like, yeah. I'm like, what kind of sandwich do you want? And he's like, uh, salami. Uh, what kind of bread? What? What kind of bread? I, I don't care. Like a roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything on it? Yeah, just the salami sandwich. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I would go to one of the women and I'd say, I'm going to uh, the deli. Do you want a sandwich? Yeah, I want um, turkey, but make sure it's not deli turkey. Make sure that it's honey roasted. But but take a look at it and make sure the color's right. And then um, see if they have an aioli. But I only want it on one side. Make sure they don't put it on too much. And then see if they have sprouts, but not too much sprouts. And then I would like to get it on a croissant, but only if the croissant is puffy. <laughs> You're killing me. Best thing I ever did, though, and I've brought it up now and then, uh, as a PA, was work Hugh Hefner's wedding at the Playboy Mansion. And I was, what was I, 22, 23 years old. Uh, my whole career was downhill. I remember we had the uh, the pregame meeting at Sherman Oaks, and I had this, like, uh, fruit, uh, fresh fruit and pancakes and all these uh, Danishes brought out in front of me. I was treated like a big shot. One time I was treated like a VIP. One time. <laughs> and then I'm like, no one's going to believe I'm I'm at the, you know, wearing a suit at the Playboy Mansion. So I had a guy take my picture, and then dudes came out with literally with guns, the guards. No pictures. I was all right, but I kept that one. Just to say, like, you weren't at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, yeah, I was. And then the rest of my career, I'd talk about garden weasels. Makes a great gift. Salem's January 1st. All right, we got another two hours. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Health and Human Services is reporting more than 77% of America's ICU beds are being used right now as hospitals admit severely ill COVID patients, almost all of them unvaccinated. It should be noted only hospitals registered with Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services were included in the report and not all hospitals were surveyed. Eatonville, Washington high school administrators are demanding ankle monitors with video and sound beyond all student athletes, regardless of vaccination status. Coaches, staff, and athletes must wear the monitors. The school district says students are not tracked. Instead, the device's radio-based sensors track the distance between others who wear one. Parents not happy with their overreach can voice their opinion at Wednesday evening's school board meeting. Eatonville is just an hour's drive south of Seattle, Washington. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. 
Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans are now tuning in to Newsmax TV. It's one of the biggest media stories. Newsmax is available on all major cable systems. And if you cut the cord and don't get cable, you can still get Newsmax. Find it on your smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. Just go to your smart TV channel guide or download the free Newsmax app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, or TiVo. And 7 million people have the Newsmax app on their smartphone. It takes seconds to download it on your phone, and there's no paywall or subscription. So watch Newsmax for breaking news anytime, anywhere. President Trump says Newsmax is really good, and Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why tens of millions of Americans are watching Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for breaking news. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio tells Fox News President Biden's blunder is making history that will be remembered for decades. You know, when history looks back at this moment, and it's going to look back at this moment, this is going to be, I mean, this is going to be a big deal for decades. This is going to be covered as one of the worst catastrophes in American foreign policy history for two reasons. Number one is failure of this administration to anticipate what they should have known. What, what the red lights were flashing the whole time, that the Taliban was moving faster than they were talking about. And the whole time they were oblivious to it, it seemed. And then the botching of this evacuation of this entire uh, process. This is the way the process should have worked. Okay? The way, what Joe Biden should have said is, we have these people and we have this equipment and we're going to get it out of Afghanistan and we'll leave once we have all that stuff. And anyone who gets in the way, including the Taliban who tries to stop us, is going to be killed. You will die if you get in our way. Not August 31st, and not September 1st, not August 29th, not a date, a goal. USA Radio News. Lights out, everybody. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> the greatest radio shows of all time, USA Classic Radio Theater. On these radio stations or on demand by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. As stranded Americans beg for help getting out of Afghanistan, the Biden administration's self-induced disaster with regards to withdrawing Americans and her allies from Afghanistan. We are currently on a pace to finish by August the 31st. The sooner we can finish, the better. Each day of operations brings added risk to our troops. I've asked the Pentagon and the State Department for contingency plans to adjust the timetable should that become necessary. Republican Senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham, tells Fox News the president has dishonored America. It's the most dishonorable thing a commander-in-chief has done in modern times. Biden has signed the death warrant for thousands of Afghans who helped us. He's washing his hands of Afghanistan uh, at our peril as a nation. California Congressman Adam Schiff on MSNBC. Well, I think the decision to get out is the right decision. This looks like a planning failure, uh, a military planning failure uh, as to how we draw down our forces, how we evacuate our personnel. An unidentified American in Afghanistan begs for help. Yes, we are stranded. I am afraid for my life. Carol Miller, our congresswoman and her team, they have been my only strength here. I really need our president to really, um, really consider this serious. We are in danger. We are in danger, Mr. President. Please help us. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News.
Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Great to have you with us. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm here for you. This is why I need to know what's going on with y'all. Yadier Molina will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, Of that, we can uh, be assured. One of the very few catchers who could actually rake and was an amazing defender as well. Uh, He announced today that he will play one more year. He said, uh, 2022, yes, yes, it will be my final season. And I want to finish here in this great organization. 39 years old, fourth round pick out of Ladislao Martinez High School in Vega Alta, Puerto Rico in 2000. Made his debut 2004 He's now with his 18th year in St. Louis, over 2,000 regular season games. The owner, Bill DeWitt, said, quote, On behalf of the Cardinals and our fans, it gives me great pleasure to announce that Yadier Molina will continue his franchise legacy for another season in 2022. Yadi has continued to play at an all-star level this season and has already established himself amongst the greatest players to have ever worn the birds on the bat. I'm not a fan of the Cardinals, but the birds on the bat is one of the coolest baseball uniforms of all time. It just is. My favorite, you might be surprised, my favorite baseball uniform are Detroit at home. White with the Gothic D. I just think that is the coolest, coolest of them all. But the Cardinals are pretty close. Right now he's hitting 259, eight home runs. He was an all-star. Still above average defensively. But uh, he's fourth all-time in games caught. Irod is first, Bob Boone second, and then Carlton Fisk. After that, the late great Gary Carter and Jason Kendall is actually sixth all-time. How about that? Nine-time Gold Glove Award award winner. All right, uh, call me up. We're talking some sports with open lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. Shout out to our brave men and women on American Forces Network as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price, plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 You've been putting back a few and a few becomes a few too many For a moment you think of calling for a ride but nah, you live nearby What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over Your insurance goes up You lose your license You total your car. You kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and get heard. Um... Real quick, you know, a lot of time, <clears throat> a lot of times when there's a successful product, there's going to be a knockoff, right? And normally it's from some foreign land and it's just a complete knockoff and a piece of garbage. But then sometimes 
they try to, I mean, because you have a Hydrox and Oreos, but sometimes they actually try to make it sound like the real thing. Like when Dr. Pepper came out, there was Mr. Pib. I just saw something right now that's pretty Mr. Pibby. You heard of Captain Morgan's rum, right? The guy with his foot on the barrel. Captain Morgan's rum. Just saw an ad for Admiral Nelson's rum. (laughs) Is this actually Horatio Nelson at the Battle of Trafalgar? He sits uh, atop that at uh, Trafalgar Square, by the way. I actually saw the uniform he was wearing when he was mortally wounded in that battle. He already was missing an eye and an arm. Um, Actually got shot from the crow's nest of the French ship, and the ball from the musket went down through his collarbone. It's pretty brutal, but they showed his uniform. It still has the blood stains on his, like, stocking, nylon stockings and those courtesan tights that they would wear. And I swear he might have been five foot two, 65 pounds. It looked like a baby's outfit. But this segment brought to you by Admiral Nelson's Rum. All right. the um, I mentioned really quick, and I wanted to get to it because I think it's fascinating, that Nerland's Noel... NBA player is suing Rich Paul, his former agent, for $58 million in lost wages. What? Yeah. New York Knicks center. Noel was initially represented by Happy Walters. Who's that? Adam Sandler. But signed with Paul in 2017 after he met him at Ben Simmons' birthday party. At that point, Noel was a restricted free agent and alleges that his then-employer, the Mavs, offered him four years, $70 million. And Walters, his agent, has backed him and said that was a real offer. But Rich Paul said, don't take the offer. Take a one-year... million qualifying offer because you're going to be unrestricted the next year and you're going to make way more money and things didn't go as planned because Noel missed basically the whole season because he tore a ligament in his thumb and the next season he played uh, minimum, minimum wage which is still over a million. The next year after that played for minimum wage and then finally got a one-year deal from the Knicks for five million dollars and then he has now re-signed with the Knicks for a three-year 32 million dollar deal although the final year of that deal is a team option which they'll probably rip up so Noel parted with Paul and Clutch Sports last year and is claiming that Paul not only advised him against taking the 70 million dollar offer but that his representation did not make him a priority during subsequent free agent periods. And he said that the Rockets and the Clippers tried to sign him last year, but they told him, your agent is not taking or not returning any of our calls here. So the lawsuit says this, quote, Noel's frustrations with Paul came to a tilt, 
in December 2020 when he learned that Paul had a history of mismanaging and ignoring other clients and costing them significant money. The belief was that Paul and Clutch Sports were only focused on serving their marquee clients and did not have the capacity to provide competent service to other clients such as Noel or players like Norris Cole or Shabazz Muhammad as additional examples. End quote. Now, there's no class action suit. I can just name and names. But yeah, Rich Paul was named Paul before he met LeBron James, and then he got the unibrow. He also got Draymond Green. He got Ben Simmons. He got Trey Young. Noel, by the way, his agent now is George Langberg. And he decided to take legal action against Paul. And uh, now Paul has filed a grievance with the union over $200,000 in unpaid commissions. Now, this to me, I don't know what the legal ramifications are. I only play a lawyer on the radio. But can you really sue a guy for bad advice? Maybe you can. It is America. You can, you can sue Mike Dickett for throwing gum at you. I mean, you can sue people for anything. But that's always the thing. Do you take $70 million now or do you take a one-year $4.1 million deal and then next year sign for two hundred mil? So it's hard to feel sorry for a young, healthy millionaire, which is what Nerlens Noel is. He is a young, healthy millionaire. Uh, but on the other side, he thinks he could probably have a private island right now. Or instead of one mansion, he could have three or four or five or six mansions. You know? And um, maybe he had to actually ask his bookkeepers when he was getting the new drop-top Humvee with the sound system and the 50 cal machine gun on top of the turret. Maybe he had to check, whereas if he had made the other money, he wouldn't. So... Look, I have no doubt that in, I don't know Rich Paul from from uh, the Man in the Moon, but I have no doubt that marquee clients at any place are always going to get the. Uh, but this is the thing that that you you draw the line. Do you take just some regular nerd, like I assume this guy Langberg is, who will give you your full attention, or are you at Ben Simmons' birthday party and he's like, dude, this is my agent. He's got LeBron, he's got Draymond, he's got Anthony Davis. And he's like, dude, I'll represent you. Let's get in, man. You're a great big man. You're going to be a, let's, let's get in. Let's do this. And I got to say, for an agent to say, don't take the $70 million deal, I find that rather surprising. Because that's instant cash on his cut. Let's say he gets 10%. There's $7 million, Boom, right there. Instead, he's going to get 400000 from the other deal. So I would think most agents would tell him, take the $70 million. And so, uh, but look, when, when you have, when you're a Drew Rosenhaus is your client and he's stalking the sidelines of a Raider game because Terrell Pryor's in there, and then I said, do you want to come on the, the air? And he said, I don't do media interviews, which is like Madonna saying, I hate attention. Do you want to be in with your friends? You know, oh, man, LeBron and Dre and Unibron. Oh, I got to be in with these guys. I could totally understand Erlen's Noel saying this is where it's cool. You know, it's, it's run by, you know, run by an African-American guy, not just some white business dude in a suit. I can relate to him. Everybody says he's cool. And now he's saying, no, that guy sucked. He didn't care about me at all. He didn't care about me. 
But could you imagine the amount of, I mean, you, that's why you have to have a staff of these uh, RE Golds. You have to have a staff of these Arlises because when the call comes in from the Clippers saying, yeah, how about New Orleans Noel? It's like, I, you know what? LeBron didn't get his rider of three dozen white roses and fresh fruit. I, I don't have time to talk to Nerland's Noel and the Clippers. So therein lies the thing. Do you want a boutique representation? Do you want to hire your uncle, your dad? Harry Kane has his dad. By the way, Harry Kane says, I'm staying for the summer. All right, how about the fall? <laughs> the next window is January. Maybe you're going to go then. That's a that's a big victory for me personally. But anyway, uh, Noel says, you owe me millions, baby. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm out of Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring 
They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. You know, over time, you know, the more and more you do something, the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You know, you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I'm so good looking. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. This is what had had happened. Come on in and get heard. We got an author coming up in the next segment. And the book is called The Master. About giant shortstop Johnny LeMaster. Career 218 hitter. I'm going to go with that. And Sandy Alderson was famous with the A's for uh, always bringing in scrubs. And he brought in all the Dodgers outside of Garvey. He had Davey Lopes. He had <laughs> Piazza and Eric Karros. And uh, if you <clears throat> were once a star, then uh, he would bring you in when you, were, when you were basically washed up. Ron Say, he brought in. But Johnny LeMaster, let me just look, baseballreference.com. A career 222. I said 218. I apologize. It was higher. This is the thing about Johnny LeMaster. Six foot two, like 140 pounds. Sixth overall pick out of Paintsville High School in Kentucky. Paintsville. I love that. What do you do here, Paintsville? Paintsville, that's right. <laughs> Paintsville. All right. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. As I mentioned, the the earth shattering uh, tremors and tumblers and, and earthquakes and everything else you've been hearing from uh, from college sports with the um, with the this alliance between the Big 12, uh, sorry, the alliance between the Pac-12, ACC, and Big 10 academically. Well, there are two Power 5 conferences that are on the outside looking in. One in a great position, the SEC, because they're getting Texas and Oklahoma, and one is the Big 12, which now is going to have eight teams, which I think next year. So they've responded to hearing about this little alliance between those three conferences. And Greg Sankey is the commissioner of the SEC. He said, quote, we have respect for each of our conference colleagues and look forward to our future collaborations. I believe we remain unified by our shared belief around the positive impact college sports has on the lives of our student athletes and throughout our communities. In the SEC, we are proud of our collective academic commitment 
and athletics accomplishments and look forward to continuing to offer our student athletes great educational and championship opportunities in the years ahead. So that's basically saying you got to read between the lines. You know, what, what the hell was he saying? Well, what he's saying, in my opinion, is that, oh, you guys were talking about how you're going to concentrate on athletics and academics. Well, guess what? We're also concentrating on academics. But he's in the catbird seat. He's in the crow's nest, <laughs> like that French sniper. Now, the commissioner of the Big 12, Bob Bowlesby, you know, when he sees the Big 12 basically on an island, the other three saying, hey, let's be friends, and the SEC saying, uh, we're the kingpins, we're basically the NFL junior. And so Bowlesby said, quote, the practical impacts of the arrangement are yet to be seen. The Big 12 conference has every expectation that we will continue to compete at the highest levels and be intimately and actively involved in the national athletics agenda. Once again, what he's saying is, we're in this whole thing with you guys. We're not, we're still as big as you, but Texas and Oklahoma effectively, officially will join in 2025. It's going to happen next year. But at the latest, if it doesn't, it's 2025. And the Big 12 is especially in limbo when the other three are like, all right, well, let's form a club. Should we invite that guy with eight teams? That guy with eight teams? Ew, gross. We don't want him here. Okay. Well, they're in limbo. So what the Big 12 can do now is while the SEC is laughing at him and the other three conferences are like, mm, have fun. I mean, you can be at the party, but stand over there and don't drink the punch. What they can do now is they can look down. They could punch down and look at the AAC or the Mountain West and start to steal some of their high-profile teams in those leagues. Because those leagues are like, well, the Big 12, or maybe they won't. <laughs> maybe they'll look and go, it's really like going to uh, <clears throat> going to the Yankees in the, in the late 80s. Do you want to play for the New York Yankees? What, with Bobby Meacham and Matt Noakes? Not really. You don't? Nah. So the ACC commissioner, Jim Phillips, said yesterday... We want and need the Big 12 to do well. The Big 12 matters in college athletics. The Big 12 matters in Power 5 athletics and in our FBS group. I can just tell you that we'll be watching what occurs here. Obviously, this transition isn't supposed to be taking place for another four years, but this group in particular will be very interested to see what happens and do everything we can to make sure that college athletics looks similar to what it is today about the numbers of opportunities, the commitment to one another, the support of one another during really difficult moments, which we're faced with right now. <clears throat> Do you know how insulting that is to have the ACC commissioner say about your conference, not once but twice, you matter? And he's just trying to be cool. He's just like saying, hey, you guys matter. You're going to tell me that I matter? 
That's like when uh, Conan O'Brien started his late night show and NBC and Letterman picked him and like, who is he? Uh, he wrote for The Simpsons and SNL. What has he hosted? Nothing. This is the guy, huh? And I remember listening to Gary Radnitz. He said, it's a train wreck. Don't watch it. I liked it. But Conan O'Brien said when he was getting bad reviews, he said, you can say my show sucks because it might suck. But in your review, don't say I'm not funny because I know I'm funny. <clears throat> I always like that. And uh, so the uh, this is basically what Jim Phillips of the ACC is doing. You're you're funny. Yeah, I know I'm funny. Is what the Big Twelve is saying. But you know, it's uh, what this alliance is. It's short on details. I guess long on philosophy. Like, oh, we're gonna care about we're gonna care about the college football playoffs. You are. I mean, academically, academically. But with George Klyovkov, Pac-12, I mentioned Jim Phillips, SEC, and the Big Ten Commissioner, Kevin Warren. They said, I mean, Warren said what we need is for things to be stable. Klyovkov said there are issues at the margins, and Phillips said we haven't made a final decision. What, what, what? Phillips said it's about trust. It's about we looked each other in the eye. We made an agreement. Well, you made an agreement about what? (laughs) And... um, by the way, as I said, the uh, ESPN is uh, losing um, all or a part of uh, March Madness, which is going to be huge. And this is why I think ESPN is going to push it. By the way, the revenue that March Madness brings in every year on TV, $1 billion. And because ESPN, I think they get the playing games and that's it next year. CBS is going to dominate it. But um, if you think about the original $7.2 billion deal that was signed for the next five years with college football playoffs, people now say that it should be three times more that, that it should be near 38 or 28, 29 or $30 billion dollars that that 7.2 billion for 5 years was not enough. Do you really expect it's like, you know, telling your boyfriend or girlfriend, I'm breaking up with you. Okay. Yeah, I'll get out of the house in uh, 4 years. <laughs> By the way, I have someone better. I have a better girlfriend, I have a better husband, whatever. Uh and um yeah, I'll be leaving. I mean, it's one thing for the Raiders to say, I'm going to play here one more year in Oakland. Boo, boo. One more year, boo. Rick Tittle will do the shows. Boo. But four years? We're out. We're going to greener pastures. When? 2025? Nah, 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 nah. And that's the thing when we were talking about the A&M chancellor. I forgot her name. But she's basically like, basically like why don't you just go now? But if they go now, you miss out on that OU and UTA money. So it's a tough thing. We'll keep our eye on it. Come on back. We'll talk to Arthur, King of the Britons.
Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. It's O-Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you can earn double, triple, even up to five times O-Rewards points on select purchases. Get bonus points on more than 200 items throughout the store, like wiper blades, fuel system cleaners, motor oil, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I feel bad about it now. All right. When we get author Christopher Cleary on the show, we'll we'll throw him on the show. Or Christopher Clary, actually. Spelled wrong. Christopher Clary. County Clare. I come from County Clare. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. 
you know, Rick, when the English ravaged Ireland, they took a pair of an artifox on the ground. Okay. Um, so the leprechaun is offensive, right? How about the Philly fanatic? Well, a judge has ruled that the Philly fanatic can go on and be used by the franchise. What was the deal? Was he offensive to big, fat, green perverts everywhere with long salamander or chameleon tongues? Well, in her decision, United States Magistrate Judge Sarah Netburn in Manhattan wrote that the original creators of the Philly fanatic, Wade Harrison and Bonnie Erickson, demonstrated that the mascot had been registered as an artistic sculpture under copyright law. This is the quote, H-E argue that P2 is not original because it is the same old fanatic or a slavish copy of P1. If the Phillies had designed something so dissimilar from the fanatic that it would no longer be recognizable as the fanatic, then by extension, it would not be a derivative of the fanatic and instead would be a completely different mascot. What? Well... In 2019, the Phillies attempted to sue the original creators of the Fanatic. And the team filed a federal complaint against using Harrison Erickson of going back on an agreement from 1984 to let the Phillies use the mascot forever. Now, the kid that's on the uh, Nirvana album he's now suing 30 years later for child pornography if you can find a way to litigate you will do it all right we have our guest right now it's the new york times tennis correspondent and author of the new book called the master it's christopher clary the long run and the beautiful game of roger federer uh christopher welcome to the show when did you decide that you would put pen to paper and write, which is basically the quintessential Roger Federer book. Hey, Rick. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, you know, it's been a long, a long run for me, too, you know, and, and a much more minor key. But, I mean, I was thinking about writing this book as Roger's career continued, and I just kept getting such wonderful access to him through, you know, the New York Times, not from my winning personality, but from that access with the paper. And I just saw him in so many different settings over the years and, and in such a quality way that I just felt like it would be a shame. I'd really regret it if I didn't find a way to put it all together in some kind of, um, you know, package. And it just took me a long time to get the time and the ability to do it. But it just became clear to me after 2019, when he was lost that heartbreaking final to Djokovic after holding two match points at Wimbledon, that he was getting up in years. It just seems like he had, I think the, you know, the main body of work was done at that point, And I just thought it was a good time to start working on it. And um, as it turned out, the pandemic, which is such a horrible thing, but it gave me an opportunity, you know, being off the road for a year to take a leave from the paper for about six months and, and put it together. So that's that's the origin story of it. Kind of poignant that two weeks ago he turned 40, too, right? Yeah, I mean, I knew he's heading into not uncharted territory here. I mean, you had guys like Jimmy Connors go deep at the U.S. Open in their late 30s and Ken Rosewall. You know, got to Grand Slam finals at the U.S. Open in Wimbledon at 39. So it, there are precedents for it, but it hadn't been done in a long time. And, you know, Roger's been through really very fortunate with injuries, probably by his own great planning and by, you know, good genes over the years. And it just started to really hit him in the last few years. He's had, you know, one thing after the next. But I, you know, it's, it's, I'm hesitant to write him off entirely because I just know he's uh, 
got so much love of the game, optimism, and he's so talented when he puts it all together for a period of time. Just about anything's still possible. So many times in individual sports like boxing or tennis, you are sort of defined by the people uh, whom you uh, compete against. And when I think tennis, like I remember in high school when I – I was 16 and 81 when, you know, Borg and uh, McEnroe. And, and after that match, I ran to the park with my racket. I mean, it just, I had to play. It just was, uh, you know, it's just such a classic match. So when you look at Federer with 20 grand slams, you look at two other gentlemen. You look at Nadal and, as you mentioned, Djokovic, who also are right there as well. And they're three completely different types of guys from three different European countries. But how would you describe now, we know Nadal, what he does at Roland Garros on the clay, but how would you describe that sort of triumvirate of three guys? Yeah, it really has become that over time. I mean, Roger was obviously, as the older one, he's you know, almost five years older than Nadal and Djokovic, so it's, he was the first one to emerge, and he was the one who set the bar at a certain level. And um, those guys emerged, particularly Rafa, sooner than we remember. To be honest with you, I mean, Rafa was a, a team prodigy, whereas Roger took a little bit longer to develop and, and really hit his stride. So they, there wasn't that long a gap between Roger's great emergence and, and the Dolls' arrival. But they began to push each other, and the interest in that rivalry was so high. I talk about this in the book, Rick. You know, when he, they actually put a crazy exhibition together in Mallorca, you know, Rafa's home island in Spain, where half the court was made of clay, which was Rafa's best surface, <laughs> and half the court was made of grass. Uh-huh. which was uh, Federer's best surface. So that, that goes back to the mid-2000s. So they've been pushing each other for that long, and then Novak emerged when the Australian Open in 2008, and then really came into his own around 2011. And he really overall owned that decade at the 2010. So they've been using each other for measuring sticks for all this period, and I don't think any of them would have done, you know, have been as good for so long without the other two. I think it's all been a, a package. And it's been one of the most remarkable areas, eras, not only in tennis, but in sport, I would say, for these guys to go at it for this long, the number of matches they played against each other. When I think of Federer, he just, everything he does seems so effortless and so classy, so composed. And it was interesting to hear stories about when he was a kid, he had a little bit of a temper, is that right? It should give us all some hope, Rick, you know? <laughs> because <laughs> he came. Yeah, not only is not only his temper, but you look at the pictures of him from you know his late teen years there when he was winning the Orange Bowl in Miami. Yeah, he's got the you know the bleach blonde hair and you know the complexion issues and everything else. So definitely, uh, he came a long way in a lot of departments. That's that's for sure. But his temper, you know, I think was an issue really between um, his uh, ability to control his expectations and control his desire to stay, you know, in in touch with the game and try to find a way to, to really live up to what he knew he had inside of him. And it just had a really hard time losing and a really hard time you know, managing the stress of matches. He would you know, cry after matches when he was a kid underneath the umpire's chair and the other kids would be off with their lunches trying to hang out and have a nice time. And Roger would still be there crying under the chair. So this is what he had to confront and deal with. And he did an amazing job, I think, over time of, of conquering that within himself. You know, I think about when he was coming up, and I, I think the time was right for him because you think about – the the big stars at that time and you and they're not like they're big names in the sport but all time you're looking at Roddick and Philippoussis, Nalbandian, maybe a Leighton Hewitt, uh, a Marat Safin. I mean, he really that was a great time for him to come up, I think, and uh, just sort of break through all those other names. You're right. Looking back at it now, it does look that way. Um, 
I've been covering the game, you know, pretty closely for about 30 years, and so it's it's always hard to know in the in real time how things are going to play out. It's, it's just one of those things. And in a sense, he came at the end of Sampras, the very end. He beat him at the at Wimbledon in 2001 in that memorable match in the fourth round, which was kind of seemed to be a passing of the torch, but it kind of wasn't because Roger didn't take that victory and just uh, and just run with it. He lost in the next round to Tim Henman at Wimbledon that year, and then he. He basically struggled for a couple of years to really put it all together. He knew he had this great package, knew the talent was there, but the other guys that you mentioned, and that's that's a tennis insider list there. But Leighton Hewitt was a prodigy in number one. I look back at some of their matches; they were tremendous matches at that time. Murat Safin, I think, had so much talent; he was next a next level talent, but he couldn't put it together mentally. And he had a guy like Juan Carlos Ferrero, who was a great player, number one from Spain, and then he had Andy Roddick from the U.S., really the last great American male player. And a lot of people thought Roddick was the guy. They were putting their sponsorship money into him and a lot of their backing. And, and I think Andy Roddick believed it, too, when he played Roger at Wimbledon those first couple of times. So it was not at all a sure thing. And yet, looking back on it, you're right. Roger's abilities, his greatness, was definitely a cut above those guys from that generation. And it took Nadal and Djokovic and, to a lesser degree, Andy Murray to be able to, uh, to really challenge him. Yeah, I mean, I was pulling for Roddick. I mean, growing up, 4th of July, you were going to have the finals, the men and the women, right around that time, and there was always going to be one, if not two, Americans. And um, where are we with with U.S. tennis right now? Are people still going to to Boletari? I mean, I know the women have some hope, but uh, where are you, think, with men's U.S. tennis? Well, uh, the issue is complex, I think. and I think, you know, that story you told a while ago, that great story about you going out and wanting to play, you know, after seeing a great match mm-hmm. and just, you know, wanting to do it. I don't know what kind of athlete you were, probably a, a fine athlete. And just basically, that's what you need. You need to have, you know, young, talented athletes I was, I was turned a, on by tennis. I was okay, Christopher. I don't know about, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about fine. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll put you on the Federer pedestal quite yet. Okay. But, I mean, the, I think it's just what it is. Like you got these great, you need great athletes, you know, really supreme athletes to be able to gravitate to tennis. And, you know, I don't think you need thousands of them, but you need the special ones to be able to pull it off. Because let's face it, guys like Nadal in particular, you know, that's just a tremendous, he's a tremendous athlete. He would have been good at just about any sport he played, and I'm sure he would have been a, you know, world-class soccer player if he continued. I think Roger would have been too. So it's just, you need those kind of next-level athletes to choose your sport. And I think that's still happening in the women's game in the U.S. You look at people like, uh, you know, Coco Goff and, yeah. Someone like Katie McNally, who's a doubles partner. Those are those are teenage players who are really talented, and there are more coming in the U.S. on the on the girls' side that we haven't heard about yet, or you haven't heard about yet. But they're people that are really, really next level, you know, athletic talents. On the men's side, it's it's been harder to do. There's so much competition for that young, talented athlete of the U.S. It's an expensive sport to get good at. It, you know, it tends to skew a bit more toward upper middle class in terms of the support structure. There are, you know financial helps available with the USTA, the Tennis Association, things like that. But it's a complex picture, and I think ultimately it comes down to the programs and the best athletes in other countries, especially in Europe, are gravitating to men's tennis in a way that it's not happening here in the U.S. We just have about a minute left, but I was just thinking off the top of my head before I, I said something this grandiose, but I'm going to say it because I can't think of anyone. He's by far the most famous Swiss athlete of all time, right? Yeah, of all time, unless you consider a William Tell as an archer, you know, back in the day. Oh, <laughs> uh, good answer. Yeah, he never. Maybe he could hit the apple off the head with a with a tennis ball. That was impressive. 
was impressive. That would have been impressive. We, we, we fell in, and it'd be good if Roger could do it too. Although he just tried it with a Guillermo piece and failed, so I don't know if that's going to be a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, he's the most famous Swiss living Swiss right now for sure. No yeah, doubt about that. yeah, there's no doubt. The book is called The Master: The Long Run and the Beautiful Game of Roger Federer. We have been speaking with Christopher Clary. This book is available. It just came out yesterday from Twelve Publishing. Christopher, congratulations on the book, and uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Hey, Rick, thanks so much. I'll be out in San Francisco at some point in the, in the fall. I look forward to hopefully meeting you in person. Yeah, come on in the studio. We'd love to talk some tennis, man. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm going to come out and do some signings at some clubs, and hopefully it'll go well. So thanks very much. All right, so sounds good. We'll see you here. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. I don't know about that. Thank you for that. By the way, the Cincinnati Reds, who are on the uh, stampede right now, they've reinstated right-hand pitcher Tejai Antone from the 10-day injured list. That's not worth mentioning, but it is worth mentioning to me that they have now DFA'd Sean Doolittle. He's off the 40-man. And uh, Antone has been dealing with some forearm issues. He's missed more than three months. Um, but he was fantastic before he got hurt. He had a 1.87 ERA, was striking out tons of people. He's only 27 years old, kind of coming into his own. So they're getting basically their top reliever back at a time that they really need him. But, uh, I mean, Doolittle has been, he's been pitching there the whole year. And, um, you know, he was a first round pick out of Virginia by the A's as a first baseman. He was the team USA first baseman. So many injuries, turned himself into a pitcher, uh, made the all-star team, um, got a World Series championship as the closer with the Nats, and they gave him a one-year, $1.5 million guaranteed deal. Uh, his ERA is uh, four four six, and it's plausible somebody will claim him. They'll only owe him about three hundred k. But if not, I'll say this about Doolittle. I didn't have a lot of faith in him, but as a guy, he's one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet. He really was. Uh, I'm Rick Tittle. We will see you manana at 9 a.m. pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.